Welcome to... Po Hold on, I've got to say it like Guy. Hold on, i got to say it. You gotta yell it. <laughs> We're cruising around the internet talking about podcast diners and deep dives. That was... Eh, I'll, I'll take it. That was perfect. That it. was really good. Uh, welcome to the newly branded show. This is what happens when... You do something that's supposed to be one thing, and then it it slowly unravels into a Guy Fieri's Legend <laughs> Dive show. As it does. As it should. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Mark Pidonica. Hey, I'm Molly Flood. We're, we're here to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 and uh, a little bit of Guy Fieri. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Mm -hmm. We got some Guy Fieri news a little while ago. Yes, his his uh, solo restaurant, Chicken Guy, in Orlando's Disney Springs, <laughs> is going to become a franchise. Yes, of they're, course. They'll be for nationwide franchises. I I, I I I am one of the few who are also hoping for <laughs> the guy's great restaurant at the Burbank Airport. So why don't we just continue <laughs> to spread the joy? See, it's it's funny. Um, I, I, little while ago, I flew back from London, uh, Gordon, not, not Gordon Freeman. What Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay yeah, there you go. has a restaurant there where it guarantees you like a really high quality meal in like 30 to 40 minutes or less. Okay. One of the best meals I've ever had in my life. Oh. And then here we've got Guy Fieri. Oh yeah. We got, we got the, our guy, uh, our guy guy. We got, we got to take those tendies. You got to take those tendies with you on them flights, man. <laughs> I hope if I have a, a flight coming up, I fly out of Burbank just for that for uh, that purpose. As much as I love Guy Fieri, I can't imagine eating any of his food and then getting on like a four-hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing for any of the people next to me. Well, it's like flying out of Austin and them now having a Salt Lake there. Oh, no. And you can just get you can get a mass of meat and then get on a plate and be the – or get on a plane, put it on a plate, yeah. in a plane – and just be the worst person on the plane. That sounds like such... It sounds like a good thing to be like, oh, I'm at the airport going home. I'll just grab a meal so I don't have to like, like go anywhere else. But mm -hmm. that sounds like such a nightmare. Yeah. I We did it coming back for the most recent RTX. And I made sure to eat before I got on. Because yeah. even just... If you're in like 10 yards, yeah. like not not even super close, you can smell that from oh, down, yeah. down the way. And it's... Oh, it's an experience. Highly recommend. As somebody who's always the worst about getting something to eat before getting on a flight, too, I always smell when people bring food on a flight and I'm starving for four hours. It's always, like, not long enough for them to, like, have food. Mm. Like, you can buy, like, a thing of Pringles, but it's, like, $5, so it's, like, don't bother. What's the worst somebody bringing food on an airplane story that you have? Oh. It's just, it's always like someone brings McDonald's because McDonald's has like this smell that doesn't go away and it smells really good, mm. especially when you're super hungry. So it's always like seeing a McDonald's right before I get on the flight and seeing a little line and being like, there's no way I'll, I'll be able to get food in time. And then somebody just skirts on the plane with like a giant bag of McDonald's. <laughs> and it's just like, doesn't matter where you're sitting, doesn't matter where they're sitting, you smell it the entire flight. Yeah. And you have to power through that. Uh, I sat across the aisle from somebody who had an entire bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, luckily, it was one of those flights where I was just exhausted and passed out immediately. But I woke up to the the remnants of a of an entire bucket of KFC Chicken. I was oh, just God. like, what are you doing? And I, as far, I think she was traveling with somebody. But either way, it's like, who, like, I, I also remember before Salt Lake, there was another barbecue place in the airport that offered you a full roast for yeah. like 80 bucks. I'm like, who's been that person? I have no idea. I, I hope it's one of those things where they like get their photo taken when they <laughs> make the purchase before their flight. Or you get it and you buy it for like the crew. It's yeah. Like, Here, enjoy this. If you have a break while we're flying, don't, don't worry about That's actually, that's, that's a, a hint. If you want extra stuff on a plane, you bring like, a box of chocolate or this yeah. or that. But here, here's for, for you, the flight crew. And there's, I, I've been told several stories from various people that like, they swing an extra like travel bottle of booze or like a whatever. And yeah. It's like, and, and, uh, chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> this costs us nothing. Thank you for that chocolate. Thank, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we left off near the end mm -hmm. of the various worlds of Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. And now that we have this new, this new decor, mm -hmm. we've got, there, there's the smell of day old coffee. There's some <laughs> pie uh, circling around an endless, uh, an endless display. Mm -hmm. Now it's, it's time to, to dive back into the world of Sora and the nobodies. What that, which world would you like to start with? Oh my God. Let's do uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, because it's. It, I feel like it will. It'll be a good note to end on with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, 
the the world of Big Hero Six. This was the last Disney World that I played. Okay. What was this the last one you played? Uh, I want to say the Pirates of the Caribbean was the last one because I was like muscling through it to be able to get onto plot, mm. and it, there's just so much happening in that world where I'm like, just come on, like come on, let's go. I'm really sad because I was a big fan of the Disney adaptation of Big Hero Six mm-hmm. when I was at the D23 where they, <laughs> excuse me, where they showed what the world was going to be is going to be evil Bay- the original baymax yes. was coming back and it's and it's like oh they're using the, the concept art cool thing yeah yeah it looks really cool mm-hmm. and then you started playing and it was superman 64 it's super boring it's it so rough. it's so boring it's this weird reestablishment of like we're heroes and we do this thing but it's like we gotta do some training first and like just weird just weird weird way to go about it mm-hmm. i feel like they really could have just jumped into the story and like found a way to like mesh well especially with the the tv show they yeah. have the animated show now like i feel like they really could have spiced it up a little bit more i i felt like out of all the disney worlds this one felt pretty slept on this one had a lot of potential yeah and with when you finally go into it it's similar to monstropolis in that it's a bit of a sequel. Mm-hmm. You get the the follow-up. You get both Baymaxes there. I think the thing that really dampered it was the Kingdom Hearts side. Yeah. I think having the Riku replica yeah. as the main like dark side antagonist was a misstep. Yes. Especially at this point, we're going through everything with Evan and Demix. And Demix who just disappears yeah. after a certain amount of time during the story. Yeah. But... This was like the the power up move was lame. I didn't. I rarely used it, and the keyblade that you got from this was fine. Yeah. So it was ultimately just like a meh. yeah. When and especially for me, it being the last world. Yeah. It was like meh. as we talked about it in the previous uh, parts, but uh, as people who had forgotten how to use certain functions of the game, uh, having to relearn some of the game mechanics for certain parts of this world was such a nightmare having to do the the twirl thing yeah i i it took me so long i i think i mentioned it before i failed it the first time like they give you a substantial amount of time not to mess this up and i still messed it up and uh it it was just like a weird i think they're trying to make you relearn stuff before the end game so it was just like, oh, here's a quick refresher. You remember how you've been doing this the entire game. And it's like, I, I have it. And now you specifically need me to do this like a, a certain like in a, a, a certain amount of time, too. Because if you just did one circle around and knock the thing off and then delayed it too long, it would come back. Yeah. So it was just like a night. It was a nightmare to begin with. And I, I, I don't know. I wasn't. It's not my favorite world by far. No, I the uh, the pieces were there. Mm-hmm. Being able to be in a free roaming city environment, but it was you had to use more. There needs to be more than flow motion in order to achieve height. Yeah, because running along tall buildings and it just being like turrets. Yeah, really boring. And I, I wish there was more. Like in Spider Man PS4, when you can unlock, it seems like a lame ability until you start to use it where you do the launch yeah and it just rockets you way up and if there there's they could figure out a way they figured out ways to do countless amounts of things in this game but if you had a little bit easier of a way to get up Mm -hmm. i think it would have made the fighting more dynamic the final chase boss fight against evil baymax was lame you could just cheese it really easily and there wasn't really any strategy involved the the fight with the core Mm -hmm. was fine and i and i do appreciate them figuring out a way to use the coded yeah side of the story in there but it it, it was probably the coolest part of the world mm-hmm. like thinking about it like i just everything else was just so far flat and uh even seeing like the parts where Sora has to help everybody out i see what they're trying to do there they were trying to mesh the part of the movie when it's like yeah i think outside the box like mm-hmm. what would you do in this situation and then they're like they all bust out using their own thing mm-hmm. so all those like little things i get that i get that i just think it felt really really flat with like sora and even doing it the second time around they, i know there were certain things that they wanted you to do like with honey lemon there was a trick but you didn't have to do the trick so it was like stuff I can't remember what it was anymore, but it was like there was an easier way to do it. And I didn't realize that until like I did, tried it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense because it lines up with that. Yeah. But like getting on the ball to get uh, over to the other girl. Oh, yeah. That was. Yeah. I, it took Dear me Chicago. a really long time. I almost like failed it the second time because of that. And then it, it was just like a lot altogether. Yeah. I, I don't like 
anytime they sort of devalue the source material. Yeah. Because I liked I like that movie. I like those characters. I'm I liked what Wasabi. I, I liked everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So to to get them in a situation where they can't take care of themselves in yeah. this situation r- is really lame. Like and they're supposed to be reliable, and they're just kind of like, oh shucks, it's oh, happening no. again. I've been captured. Yeah, Help. all of us have been captured, and heroes sitting out being calm guy, mm-hmm. like just being the guy in the chair. <laughs> we're replacing <laughs> we're replacing you, with Sora. Even though Sora doesn't need Bayamax. Yeah, it was it was really unfortunate, and I don't think it did anything to help the. Uh, to help the the franchise of Big Hero Six, and I don't know if anybody would play this and go, "Oh, there's a cartoon. I'm going to check that out." Or, yeah. "Oh, I never watched that movie. I'll go back and watch that movie." I don't. This didn't help at all. I think like a lot of what I love from the movie too wasn't even in this game. Like mm. I loved the ant. I loved their house. I loved uh, some of the college stuff, and like none of that. It was like the garage and the city. Yeah, like the R and D of them learning new stuff to do with their powers was cool but you didn't have anything to do with that yeah it was just a montage they also weren't at like fred's mansion or whatever yeah. like they were it was just that's why it, like, it was it felt so weird and oddly short even though it was it took so long it was very long it was not short by any i don't know means. if anybody could hear that eye roll yeah. from, uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was very loud yeah it was really really sad at at how this world turned out and not to get, is there anything else you wanted to mention about this one? Uh, it's like I think last note would just be some of the hero stuff or uh, uh, Tadashi stuff that they were able to fit in. I, I think I know what they were trying to do. Like we talked about it before uh, with some of the worlds and trying to like write that storyline in with hearts and how that pertains to nobodies and stuff like that. And you know, like what is a heart considered if you're a robot? Like what are the parameters to that? So I kind of get that. But it was like, I feel like they only barely mentioned Tadashi uh, and they're trying to maybe try to force it into more of an emotional state for Hero. But it was also like part of this huge giant dialogue scene. And it, it, it was just like, you're not giving this enough time. And it's also like not what you're trying to tell us. And we didn't, they didn't give give us any sort of perspective. If you have no history with Big Hero 6, you don't know who Tadashi is. Yeah, exactly. You don't know how important Tadashi is to all of these people. And me. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone else. Why we care, why the audience should care. Everybody loves Tadashi. Seriously. That was one of of the roughest Disney deaths, I Mm. think I would say ever, is just because of how how hard they went with him in the beginning. And as it was happening, like, oh, cool. Okay. Then, so he's going to be something like, they're going to, they're going to save him and he might be hurt. And he might, what? He's, he's uncle Ben, but he's the hot brother that we can all see ourselves <laughs> dating. <laughs> all of Which us. Which is more tragic. <laughs> in some way. We all knew it to Dashi. He was, he's the one that got away. The one that got away. <laughs> um, Tadashi on missed connections. Um, but yeah, it, uh, real sad. If anything, this just makes me want to rewatch the movie to get the taste of this world out of out of my mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention. I don't know if you saw. Do you follow uh, Matthew Patrick or any of the 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 game theory type of stuff? I don't think so. He does. Uh, Matt Pat did a theory on why Arendelle seemed to be so neutered. Oh, okay. As a world and. F- and found some stuff in the code that alluded to a version of the world that did exist that Disney didn't approve of. Oh. So they had to scramble to make it Refix. what it was. Oh. Um, that the the labyrinth was actually Elsa's ice castle. Oh. And so that like why Larkseen making it didn't and it just sort of crossfaded into, oh, look at that. Because if you're up next to her castle you yeah. can't go into the castle but it's fully mapped inside oh interesting. so there's a lot of stuff that, w- that was alluding to elsa falling to darkness be- which fits in with her character in the storyline yeah. of the movie and then the wolf being uh an expression of her yeah. darkness and so with frozen 2 coming out and everybody loving elsa it, there, there's the illusion that disney didn't want one of their star characters to be portrayed as a bad guy, yeah. even though isn't that what the movie was about? Yeah. yeah, it's a very interesting theory. I highly recommend everybody go check it out, and because there's a lot of evidence to support why 
Hans doesn't have any dialogue. Yeah. And uh, he was just sort of, even though they got everybody else to record, how come they didn't get him to record? And he shows up at the end. Why is Marshmallow only in it for so so little? Very interesting. Highly recommend everybody check it out. Oh, that would have made... Now I'm sad because that would have been that would have been perfect, and that's probably exactly why they said no to it though, is because this new movie is coming out. They don't want any negative light on one of these characters. Well, just oh, but in general, like Elsa, Elsa, and well, the Frozen franchise led the charge into the new version of Epcot, where now they're starting to have Disney Disney representation throughout the pavilions, and it's not. Yeah, there's a Frozen is like going to be responsible or is responsible for a new Disney Renaissance, quote yeah. unquote, and just getting more eyes and attention onto the company. Yeah, man, that's interesting. I mean, it still kind of worked out just because uh, with Chain of Memories, that whole place was kind of a labyrinth. So it, it doesn't make any sense. But like, I could also, I'm, I was also fine with like Larsen just being able to make a labyrinth. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. This might as well just happen. Sure, she got great dialogue, whatever. She's but, sassy enough. No one's going to tell her no. Yeah. Who's to say she can't make a labyrinth? <laughs> yeah. Ultimate but, power. Yeah, sure. That's her ultimate power, yes. Yeah. Well, that's all I had to say about Big Hero 6. Yeah, it was real sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> Pirates. I wow. Said, again, a lot of potential here. God. And I think one of the things that really drew it back was that it didn't have any of the voice cast. Yeah. And that, that really, because there was a couple of lines here and there where you go, okay, that's why that person was cast. That's why that person was cast. And others where it was just like, what are you, what are you, who's, who's your vocal director on this? Yeah. Like, who, it's like they got one take and went, all right, that's fine. We got to ship this game. <laughs> yeah, basically. There's, there's just so much. It looks gorgeous. Like this, in like a really weird uh way this world looks probably one of the better worlds mm-hmm. um especially after like kingdom hearts uh one and two or just i can't remember which one pirates was in two i know for pirates sure was in two. but not one not in one okay so yeah uh seeing yes. in comparison to the previous pirates of the caribbean world and how like jarring it was to see like realistic people which weren't very realistic in those game mechanics and then sora whereas this time they try to like it meshed really well i'd almost say like they they made goofy sora and donald super realistic uh in that regard like the closer you like look at sora in this skin he's got like a gold tooth he's like his face is dirty like there's a lot of details in this this one and seeing the seeing almost each individual feather on donald like the the thing of fitting in with the world and and maintaining order that they they herald almost in every world yeah. was just making them more real. Yeah, it's just it's so strange. This this entire world is so weird. We have Luxor as the bad guy who apparently's got a pirate ship. They are constantly uh distracting Sora from the movie plot. They are peppering in just enough of the movie <laughs> almost like the non-violent or uh the non uh, like more iconic scenes of the movie versus some more plot driven or violent parts of the movie mm-hmm. and it's just it's basically just to keep Sora distracted he really like only interacts with the people in that world like a few times the it's weird people yeah because they can't they couldn't take jack away so <clears throat> that that the story of at world's end is so complex and Jack is so necessary for the plot of the that actual plot. Yeah, that they're like, well, what if we just make a clone, a crab clone? But it, it's it's also just weird because I don't even think that they really needed like Jack for that. They could have just been like, sorry, you need to do this other stuff. Like, don't worry about what's going on here. It has nothing to do with like the bad guys. Like, it's just they, it could have just been going on in the background. And that's fine. But they're like, no, we're gonna make this fake Jack Sparrow out of crabs. Everything's made of crabs, by the way. <laughs> just crabs. Did you get enough crabs for the boat? Because you need crabs for the boat. By the way, everything is crabs. Everything is crabs. Everything is crabs. Did crabs you, is life. Did you? How much time did you spend finding additional crabs? <laughs> I did only that first thing, like the three hundred, to progress the plot, and okay. then got the hell out of there. And it was funny because it was one of those times my roommate was watching. And the fact that when we were like trying to go and do the boss battle and like things were popping up like, oh, thank good. Congratulations. Getting 300 crabs. Did you know that if you get 400 crabs, you can upgrade your <laughs> ship and go on other adventures? And I was literally like, if I want to play Sea of Thieves, I'll play Th- Sea of Thieves. And I just want to get the hell out of here. And they're like, dude, there's crabs over here. Did you want more crabs? Yeah, did you check out all these crabs? Which was the issue I had because I wanted to get out of the port so bad so quickly 
that I forgot to upgrade my stuff before I left. Mm-hmm. So technically, Donald and Goofy were ha- like a lower level shield and wand because I didn't real I didn't stop to <laughs> look at the store. I just wanted to get out of there. I actually took a long time for me to switch over my Keyblade from the Baymax one to the Pirates one once I get to the graveyard mm-hmm. because I was just like, I just want to get... At this point, it's probably like 18 hours in, and I'm just like so done with all the Disney worlds. This yeah. is the last world for me. So I'm just like, just shut up. Just shut up. Let me get there. Like, I don't care. I don't care at all. I was like, just let me get there. And I, uh, surprisingly, only towards like the end of the game that I was starting to fail stuff. So I had failed the thing in the Baymax world. And then the one of the ship fights, the, the race, it wasn't the fight. It was the race with Luxord. I failed once. Mm. And then the ending battle with the ba- uh, with the ships, I failed at least three times, Oof. and it was bad every time. And every time I was like looking at my roommate, like, "So you're seeing me fail? If you wanted to try," and he's like, "No, no, 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 no! <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with this. I believe this you'll isn't get my it. game. Play. Yeah, this is yours. I believe you'll get it eventually. Don't mm. feel bad. <laughs> I, I was just like, I just want to be done with this, and just just weird stuff going on. I was the that. same way. Like, I didn't, I. Got as many crabs as I could off that made island. I took one other wrap around, and then and it, it's it's really a shame because this is a really well made world. The ship stuff, the ship can turn on a dime, so the control sort of fits in with everything that you've been doing. It doesn't feel too foreign, and yet, uh, like stopping at islands, I I stopped at a couple of islands to like figure out what I I was trying to troll some ship battles to level yeah. up and get more crabs. And I leveled <laughs> up like once or twice. Yeah. I never, I think I only failed a couple of those battles where I was, I was just trying to troll and I ended up getting way too many high level ships on, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. But in a similar vein, I just want to be done. Yeah. I just want to get out of this world because like the, the story isn't interesting. I'm not doing anything to forward that plot. I'm just showing up to help. Yeah. And then, and then also the, the voice acting was really, it really it just pulled me right out. And as iconic as some of those moments were and could have been in this setting, it was a different re- similar to Sora showing up when Flynn died. Uh, when Eugene died, th- it, this pulled me out for a different reason of like <laughs> you. If you weren't gonna go full on it, why not? What just do it? Just go? Just yeah. do it. Yeah. So th- this had a lot of potential, and also the fact that I like the the Davy Jones fight was fine. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. Yeah. I actually had to redo that one too. Now that I think about it, uh, I think I mentioned it before, but there were parts of that fight uh, where I didn't realize you could shoot across the way. Mm. To like get them before they get too close to you and like start ramming you, um, and like I feel like the only thing I took out of this world was that I probably would enjoy Sea of Thieves if I wanted to play Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is fun, and that they only give you these like little tiny like little taste bud moments of the movie. Where I'm like, man, Emerald Zen was like really good. That was a really good movie. I'm like, as like weird as like the story is, whatever. There's so many like cinematic iconic moments in that movie, especially mm. the end fight scene is like legendary to me. Yeah, so I was like. I just want to watch this movie now. Like, forget the other <laughs> two. Like anything else, I'm like, yeah, I'll probably rewatch at least the ending of this movie. Yeah, the it, the maelstrom and the the fight between Jack and Davy Jones on the top. The the thing of throwing the 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 uh, the chest back and forth with the yeah. heart in it. Um, just so the, weird the, though, because they don't ever explain to Sora what's going on. No, like you just happen to know. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, like to the the most bottom line of that. But it's just like he has no idea. They don't show it either. That there's a human heart in mm. that chest. No. They they use certain scenes, but they also cut out certain iconic scenes to see the follow through. So there's just like a lot of weird stuff. I'm like, does Sora have any idea what's going on? And it's weird. You can figure out why they include certain worlds for for Sora to learn certain stuff about like this being heartless like and and the actual physicality of what a heart can do and and how important it is it it's so bizarre how going into a game you go how are they going to make all these worlds work yeah and like I got ultimately when it comes to linking all of the games together and wrapping up and using the disney worlds to teach sora various lessons while i would change the order of where some of those would be gameplay wise story wise it all kind of worked out yeah and and the the 
the Pirates World, the High Seas, is that what it's called? I think so. The High Seas. The best Keyblade. Yeah. I And I used that all the way through to the end with Xehanort. So did I, yeah. And um, <laughs> one of my favorite, I don't know if it was in this or when you're chasing the guy around who has all of the hearts. Yeah. Where I got to finish a big section of the world with the pirate ship ride yeah and i was just like okay this is really cool fight a boat with that boat i gotta fight i got I was on a boat with a boat beating up pirate dudes i'm on a boat <laughs> yeah it was this was this could have been the best world yeah if some of the smaller stuff was taken care of but it was at a point where we were just like jetting to the finish. Yeah. And it, it, there's just the I, I keep coming back to those crabs, man. Like <laughs> I honestly would have been amazing. I, I wouldn't have been as mad as I've been about this world if, say, you did a lot of those crab quests and then like a secret keyblade, like a secret crab keyblade was like part of the reward i would be all about that then it would be really funny and i would be like oh my god i get them crabs yeah that, that would be even more meme worthy of this of this game if you got crab blade no not at, it's like that wasn't it at all and you do all these things and then i think like one of the final scenes in that world is the ship <laughs> becoming crabs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a sore ship becoming crabs yeah it's like he's so happy he has a ship he's finally a real pirate and it turns out to just be crabs all along oh i was only a crab pilot <laughs> crabs in my boat more likely than you think <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was uh also the 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 music yeah like this similarly to other worlds it just seemed like they tried to make they couldn't get the rights to yeah. their own music yeah it's like it's similar to but not like they kind of tried, but it's also not like when you you're where it seems like it's gonna go into like the da 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 it just does something else. You're like, oh, that's that's unsatisfying. One of the more iconic themes in movies, the the Pirates of the Caribbean theme, and you couldn't like you it couldn't reach its full potential, and you couldn't read your reach your full potential as a swashbuckler. Yeah. It, it, because you just didn't have it. Yeah. It was really unfortunate. Even the, the, the music in 2 was pretty good. I think, yeah. It was kind of like a MIDI version, but it was still a lot more reminiscent than this music that we got in 3. Yeah. I, I Thinking back, like I think they had a pretty good... Which is so weird that they don't... It, it's definitely not the same music, though. No. So it's weird that they don't even use the same from 2. Uh, yeah. So their their hubris cost, hubris cost them so much when it came to making this world arrogant, arrogant. The, yeah, I'm really ugh, man. Yeah, like we still like it, yeah. but ultimately it's like yeah. It's it's nice like rewatching the cutscenes and just being able to like tune out and like look at some of the stuff and just being like this is just so well animated and like all of the rendering is so nice like. I got to say, too, uh, a lot of the gameplay, like, even though I hated it, it was not lagging in any way. Mm. Like, for as much as, like, that's rendered in those moments. And, like... Like, it, the only, the only like, major gameplay problem was that I just... I wanted to get to the end. Yeah. And it was because the, the story stuff was happening. Yenzo's figuring stuff out over here. And, and Nominee might come back, but we don't know. Like, there's so much happening. And especially by the time I was playing the game yeah. it had been at least a month and a couple of weeks so i was like i can't <laughs> Why risk still- seeing any yeah. spoilers whatsoever i'm so close to the end now's the time when it's gonna happen yeah and i was just like go 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 and i think i went from the pirates level to the very end okay like, that was the last playing marathon that i did where i got to there and then i just whoosh i just ran through the end i, I say ran through but then it was probably another eight hours yeah. of stuff <laughs> yep dear god yeah um so after this was it so after this was this when you go back to um to to pick up uh, or was did aqua happen after this uh so this is when they go back to their ship and then um they uh sora gets the ability to go into the darkness to go help uh riku and the okay, king cool. or no they go to destiny island first they open up the gateway to Dusty Island, and then on Dusty Island, they find her keyblade or Aquarius's keyblade. Yeah, uh, Aquarius. Uh, Ericus. Ericus. Because it's, <laughs> it's like it's like Yensid with Disney. It's Ericus. Right. right. Yeah. So he, uh, his blade was on the beach, and then Sora opens the door to the darkness. Thus, the Aqua fight begins. It's not even like a world thing. It's there's. 
I have all these sub notes because I have not by world by world, and then there's all the stuff in between the worlds. <laughs> so we go to Destiny Island, then we go to Darkness, and then uh, we go to the castle. So there's just a lot going on. But yeah, it goes from there. Basically, there's a cutscene on the ship, Destiny Island, Darkness. So I loved Dark Aqua's design. Yes, it was metal as hell. Hell yeah! It was reminiscent of the boss fight that we had in 2.8. Yep. And this was probably this was one of my favorite fights yes yeah, yeah. I, that's uh i think we've talked about it before but the 2.8 stuff with aqua was like some like some of my favorite of like the series mm-hmm. it's just like there's so much cool stuff going on there so uh even like the littlest bit of like call outs or echoes to that game i was like what <laughs> uh so yeah seeing all the uh sore having to fight uh all the many aquas and stuff like that i was just like oh this is so cool <laughs> yeah i i Big big fan of the sequence <laughs> and big fan of that Aqua redesign. Especially because uh, the setup to this fight is just uh, Riku and Mickey getting their asses handed to each other and just <laughs> listening to Riku's voice, I did go, Mickey, <laughs> like a million <laughs> times. Yeah. It's so funny. And then having Aqua be like, you're too late. Like You're too late. Y- your arrogance. Your arrogance. How could you think I would be okay staying here for a decade, even though just recently something bad happened? Do you feel... Do you feel like it was that moment was taken from you by it being put in a trailer? Yeah, there's. I mean, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't mean to see. It, it just with the trailers this time around, they showed you. That's why I was I think before I thought there was gonna be more Disney worlds mm-hmm. than, but they showed literally every single Disney world up into the game. Like they spoiled so much stuff in those trailers. Like they were just constantly needing to have that wow factor for some reason. Mm-hmm. Even though I was sold when they told me the release date, yeah. I was like, you don't have to tell me anything about this game. Like just give me the release date that it's gonna happen. It's coming out, and I can purchase it and play it. Was yeah. all I needed to know. And like almost every single convention that they went to, E three, there was just like. I mean, they let you play the majority of the Toy Story thing mm-hmm. at E3, and they cut you off at one of the boss battles. Um, but yeah, it, th- there was uh, only like a handful of stuff that uh, wasn't spoiled for me. Like that, they like a lot of the ending stuff was like we won't show you. But I feel like I had seen most of the game before um, the game had come out. I think even so, they. Um they spoiled Scala at Kalem. Yeah. They showed, they sh- oh, this is the world. Where they come from? And it's like, and, and I had forgotten until re-researching for the show. And oh, they sh- they showed uh, that. What a terrible thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the one of the cutscenes earlier in the game um, uh, with Aqua and Ansem in the darkness was like a huge spoiler. And I think I remember seeing that in a trailer too. Or it was just like, uh, we talked about it before, but just n- wondering why Aqua wasn't in the game earlier mm-hmm. and uh, rewatching some of the cutscenes and stuff when she when they're all in uh, Yen Sid's office and she's like, thank you. We meant to help you much sooner. And I was like, yeah, you should have felt like <laughs> I was like, you hear that game developers. She was one of the few still alive, even though she was on a different plane. Yeah. One of the still alive Keyblade Masters, which you very important to have. Yeah. How, and so you, uh, yeah. But then also, I know we talked about it a little bit, but the fight with uh, Vanitas, like that being such a great moment. And then, oh, that's all you get to play as Aqua. That's yeah. It. Yeah. It, it, uh... Their arrogance. Oh, their arrogance. I had uh, a thought and I'm trying to think what it was now. Um, Spoiler related? Aqua related? Definitely aqua related. Like just what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so much cool stuff. It's just, uh, I can't think. It'll come back to me in the middle of a different sentence. But um, yeah, I, I feel like once it got to this point, there was a tonal shift. And like suddenly I was incredibly invested in what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so like getting to fight aqua... Um, so you're like Riku again for a hot second, I think, and then for a little bit. You don't, very... you can't beat her, and then Sora comes in. So then mm-hmm. you're Sora. Um, so then that whole fight was great. Um, I think I think a part of the reason I really liked that fight too was that was the first time where I really got to use the pirate's keyblade. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, like just ripping go! into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I the, the setup to the fight too is just like there's just so much angst happening because she's like telling them about how they don't understand how she feels and then Riku being like girl I've been there like I, I, I have closure with my bad self and my bad self's right here he's bad like, self's right here with me yeah he's like pour some out for your homies and then just Mickey being like oh no it's my fault and it's like no it's my fault no it's my fault and just like the angst the angst is so funny 
so we get Aqua back, um, and we get to find where Ven is. And I, I feel like another one of those situations where it's like whoever played Chain of Memories either cares or doesn't care, or yeah. even days. Uh, seeing the castle get unlocked and like reorganized was mm. like oh it was like a moment just for me like it, I, I was like this is so cool yeah and they kind of address it and they don't really address it in other games but like seeing that was like such a nice nod well it was only you only saw aqua place ven and then lock it up into castle oblivion and that was so long after chain of memories right that i think even then it took people a moment to go was it was it is that and I, I can't remember was Castle Oblivion where they did most of their training in in the beginning of Birth by Sleep. Is that their master's house? Um, in Birth by Sleep, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that, that I, was the land of departure. Yeah, and and that's where that's where mm-hmm. Ericus was set up. Um, th- yeah, that's where Ericus was set up, and that's where they were training, and that was sort of the hub world. That was the Traverse Town, Twilight Town, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and then. So it'd be, it was a very important place for for all of them, and and I just wonder how. Now I don't know if they ever answered where how um, the organization got to it. Even though I th- I think maybe, well well never mind. No, Xehanort knows it because he's Terra. So yeah, blah, blah, blah. he has access to all those memories. But then how Sora found it on that one sort of road yeah it was weird like because he didn't use his gummy ship he just started walking and like round like found it at the very end of kingdom hearts one i think uh pluto was like oh it's it's the message from the king and then they start chasing after him and Mm -hmm. then it leads up to them on this like misty path and it's like we've been walking all this way do you know where you are sora yeah um i actually remember what i was going to say previously so uh as we'll get into it later uh I still have, I'm so confused and still like have no idea what time travel is with this game mm. because they almost use it as a way to explain plot point, but it also makes no sense. And I'm not a big fan of uh, timeline storylines because they can go flat really quickly. It's easy. It's uh, when the story has stakes, but there's no consequences, it leads to a bad story. Mm. So there's still a lot of stuff that I don't understand because Aqua, as we played in 2.8, uh, is stuck in the lane of darkness. We're not sure exactly when that takes place. We're assuming it's right after she gets sent there. Yeah. Because it's like, what else has she been doing aside from walking around? And it doesn't, she's been walking around for a while, but I don't know how quickly 2.8 was in relation to like three or any of the other games. Um, the, that's, that's another thing I just, I'm wondering about because that cutscene with uh, her and Ansem early on, it's like, did that just happened so this like this this decade like she was okay until this last second or was that previous i I think what they were trying to convey is that time works differently in the land of darkness right to where it's it's sort of like a hyperbolic time chamber but opposite yeah where it feels shorter but it's but it's a lot longer outside yeah because that's what i say too though because then how did she know a decade had passed because if it doesn't feel like a decade in there did did she say that in the world of darkness? She said that like as like a way to throw it in Nikki's face. She's like, "You left me in the world of darkness for a decade, and you thought I would be okay, but you are too late." Maybe, maybe that was like some of the like something whispering to her, or maybe there's another scene that we didn't. Yeah, see. Yeah, that's why I'm just so confused. It's and irresponsible. It's <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> again, it'll it'll come up again later on with the time stuff, just because mm, that's very confusing. Yeah, it? I was really I was really sad in. Uh, Triple D, that they started introducing time travel. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. fine. It, that's where it got incredibly messy. Not that it wasn't already messy to begin with, but um, still pretty messy. But I loved uh, getting to Castle Oblivion and uh, Vanita showing up. And I've mentioned it before, but just the sheer amazing voice acting coming out of Sora's voice actor for Vanita's. Uh, Vanitas is a hell of a character. Yes. And for somebody like Haley Joel Osment to be sort of trapped in Sora yeah. for 20 years uh, and then to really have a good, like yeah. we talked about it in Monstropolis, hell of a character, so much good character work there. Yeah. And now here, even more so. Amazing. Just- Amazing voice acting. Just chef's kiss. Really. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Salt Bay, a little bit of yeah. Haley Joel Osment onto the scene. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. But the- yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it was a good scene. Like all of all of this flashing back. Like Birth by Sleep was the the first game in a long time where I was like, okay, 
all right, they know where they're going. Here we go. Yeah. And I was locked into all of these stories. And the my Ven versus Vanitas at the end of that game to form the Keyblade was like was really cool. Um, so any anytime that they checked back with the quote unquote non essential, yeah. but the non numbered stuff to I do feel like this, along with a lot of other stuff, was hey, thanks for playing all of those games. Yeah, here's yeah. your reward. Exactly. Um, yeah, I I love that whole scene, uh, especially because uh, there's like you, you know that uh, Venice is in Sora's heart, but it's kind of like established where like Aqua doesn't understand that, mm-hmm. uh, and like she's like, why aren't you awake? Because I I don't know if I'd expect you to not be awake, but I expect you to wake up when I tell you to wake up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's strange that you're not doing that. Listen, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you smack. Just <laughs> give a good whack. What? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I realized re-watching some stuff uh, to keep it fresh for this one, um, how much they continue to do this throughout, like, the from here to the end of the game. But there's so many moments that are almost, like, throwaway moments where it's like, well, we don't even... I don't know why they decided to do it this way, but uh, just to show them that, like, they are doing something before Sora's got to step in and do something. Mm-hmm. But this whole fight with Vanitas and Aqua, where Aqua says, you know, you've seen me too, you see me weak too many times, even though the setup is Aqua, don't do this. We can do this. You just got out of the darkness. You're still kind of weak. You're recovering. No one's going to fault you for letting us step in and handle this for you. Mm. You're like literally recovering your power. And she was like, nah, I got this and doesn't have it. And then we have to step in and help her or uh, Ven steps in to help her anyway. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a common theme for the rest of the cutscenes, honestly, where it's like, Sora, I got this. I'll do this thing. Oh, no, I don't have this thing. Sora, you have to do this thing. This for like no Even, real reason aside from like just that's just their characters they want to be the person that's going to step up and help everybody mm-hmm. and it's i mean we already know these people it's it wouldn't be out of character for them just to let sora handle it but the, everyone's gonna have their own moment to be like i got this oh no i don't got this <laughs> well even more so like a lot of these characters have been told sora's the guy yeah and so i can imagine especially when it comes to aqua of just feeling like you've you've failed the rest of the world even though you you acted on the greater good and went to the to the world of darkness to try to save your friend and despite everything that she's been through mentally and literally seeing her demons play out in front of her in 2.8 which everybody should have played at this point Mm -hmm. and then knowing everything that she has surpassed and is still still a keyblade master yeah so i don't which is something that sora isn't this is one of the few times where, despite even just getting out of the land of darkness, I was one hundred percent percent expecting Aqua to take care of it. Yeah, she's she's the and because Riku couldn't handle dealing with her. Yeah, so that to me tears Aqua above Riku. Yeah, so one hundred percent Aqua could take care of this, and yeah. I was really hoping that that's what the result was going to be. There is a a constant. Uh emphasis on how important it is to be a keyblade master but also like a weird emphasis of like doesn't matter because you're like still weaker than like certain characters Mm -hmm. it's like more of a title sometimes yeah it seems like a title where you're privy to certain information it's so weird though because they overpower mickey constantly where it's like well don't worry about him like he's allowed to do all the stuff from those other games because he's a master Mm -hmm. and like that has always been like okay and then now that we finally have three in the same room doing really important things they don't like it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're not good at what they do, or at least the forces of that are like preventing them from being a badass uh, are stronger than them. Yeah. But I also don't feel that way. <laughs> I, so yeah, I felt like they really fell flat on a lot of that stuff. Um, but from the the Vanitas uh, boss fight, we jump back into cutscenes where Ven is awake. They all go see Yen Sid. They all start uh, this long cutscene of like, thank you for doing this. You did that. Good job on playing 18 hours of this game. We're finally getting to the part. Uh, Ven remembers Axel. Uh, Aqua remembers uh, Kyrie. Everybody knows each other. This is going to be our final group towards the end. This is it. And so from there, we uh, we have a cutscene between Aqua and Ven, mm-hmm. uh, which is really nice. We have a cutscene with Riku and Riku's self. We have a cutscene with Sora and Kairi first talking about how Riku's alone on the beach. And then they get into their thing with this very iconic scene um, that's almost rushed. I, I, it's a very impactful scene, and I think they did it in a weird way. I think the with this last section of the game sort of reinforcing, it seems like... It was a thing of 
finally having some kind of payoff to what was in the first Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Where it seemed like, oh, well, they had the Pao fruit. So these two are sort of destined to be intertwined. Yeah. Whereas throughout the rest of the games where you play as Sora, Kairi comes up once or twice. And, yeah. and, and Kingdom Hearts 2, it's, it's kind of there. But it seems more you get more connection between people and between Sora and other people than the person that oh oh don't worry we'll come back to that they like the the Papu fruit was our way of just saying yeah they're going it's going to be a thing don't worry about it so some of the scenes i think would have worked if there was more of an emphasis on their relationship throughout yeah but it seemed i, I agree with you it seemed rushed i i think uh, whatever the future they have pertained, either it's going to be DLC or if there's a Kingdom Hearts 4, I think the way that they ordered it uh, will make more sense because uh, I think it's going to be a plot point of like, well, they already had the Palpu fruit, so it's going to be like they're never really away from each other. But I, I also feel like there's a lot of story structure that I would have redone. Um, and I, I mean, not knowing what they're going to do, but what's available right now, mm. I would have had the um, Papo fruit be the ending of the game. When they're sitting on that branch, that would have been the moment. Because almost every time that they talk about this iconic scene from one, it's this last moment of the game. And that's like where it's really impactful, that whole ending scene when Destiny Islands is coming back. Like that would have been the ending, I feel like. That would have been like that would have been closure. That would have been mm-hmm. the, the cherry on top where the last thing we see is the two of them eating the fruit together. Uh so it's just this weird moment where it's like, Well, we're all gonna die in battle, so why don't we do this thing we've always wanted to do? Well, who's to stop us? Riku's yeah. sitting alone by himself. Like so you got this this guy who said he was gonna be just this big old uh off and then here we go, let's just do it. Yeah, come we, on. Come on. Come on. Come on. So yeah, so we get that that fight and everyone no. ha- everyone has one one great last hurrah before we get to the Keyblade graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um oh, man. and boy, if you didn't like this world too bad because we come back to it two or three times. Come back to it a lot, a lot with yeah. time travel, which still I'm confused about as to how that worked. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure they're very strong, but I don't know if that ever allows for a re- hard reset, a uh, uh, woke reset, an acknowledged reset it in the game. Confused the hell out of me. Me so, too. So first. The, the huge boss fight where ev- you're fighting all different types of Tara, baddies. The guys show up to be like, what's up, bitches? <laughs> yeah, the, um, the um, well, I mean, like, the, the first landing where you land and it's just all of the, all heartless. of the, the heartless and the nobodies and the unversed. And yeah. you're just going, going, going. You get the, the mountain train back and, yeah. and you just sort of tear through all these guys. And it's a great sort of way of, like... Similarly to in Kingdom Hearts 2 when it was at, at Hollow Bastion or Radiant Garden with the huge just waves and waves of Heartless. But right after that, when you... So right after that, I saved and was like, I need to upgrade my Keyblades. Yeah. And then I just did gummy ships for three hours oh, or okay. two hours yeah. just to be like, where do I get all of this stuff? And it felt really sort of kind of deflating. Yeah. It's like, all right, here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll be back. Real Hold quick, on. real quick. You guys got this? Bathroom All right. break? All right. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right You back. wait here. <laughs> I'm just going to dip up in the atmosphere real quick, fly around a little bit. I realized um, now that we've done this big fight how unprepared I am and I need to go prepare myself. Exactly. I was like, okay, uh, how? what three Keyblades am I going to go super, super deep on? And I didn't fully upgrade them, yeah. but I upgraded them to just before... Or just at the... I forgot what the last upgrade, like major upgrade material you need is. Yeah. But... Then I was like, okay, I've got my three. I've got one backup just in case it doesn't work with the flow. All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. And then, and then essentially you die. Yeah. And. Ugh. I think even before that, isn't it? Everyone starts showing up to be like, like, let's see what you got. And it's like, we get the heartless battle. And then I want to say we fight Terra before the Lich stuff. So and that's that's before everyone that's before everyone dies. So yes. Terra shows up, he knocks Ven out, um, and then he knocks Axel out, and then he knocks. Oh, and then was it? Yeah, fucking Donald does Zeta Flare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, D- does it does the Zeta Flare? And then he's down. Yeah, but it was it starts then. I think after that it goes to or what, it was the 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 Devil's Tower. Then all of that stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and then yeah, because that Terranort. that scene before the Zeta flare is, uh, it's like he's going for Sora, and then Goofy stops him, and there's this moment where Terra like oh, is like falling back, and then Goofy's also falling, back, and it's like weirdly dramatic, sweet dramatic anime fall, and then fucking <laughs> fucking Donald like Kamehameha's him. Dude, that was that's one of those that's a super iconic moment where you just sort of remember Donald. Where the hell has this been? Yeah, you could have. Like, so many times when you're, like, yeah, World Order, all of this stuff. But it's, like, you're holding back a lot, my dude. A lot. Because, like, Mickey knew exactly what he was doing. And he was, like, Donald. Like, he, like, was concerned for Donald before Donald did it. Like, he saw the fucking alchemy sign, like, pop up. And he was, like, oh, shit. I thought he was going to, like, (laughs) self-destruct. And it was just, like, I mean, Mickey knew exactly what he was getting into. And it was, like, where the fuck has this been this entire game? Like, this is just this weird, weird moment to show, like, that they're important. Uh, and help Sora out and it was like it was great I mean I love it but it was just like okay like now's the time guys now's the time if there's a time now would be it yeah thanks yeah. guys and so was at, okay I'm, I'm trying to I should have pieced everything together but I moved recently so I'm, I'm out of it's I'm good. out of order no worries so uh, Tara like knocks them all out mm. and then uh, Donald's down so then everyone else is like, well, uh, Kyrie will watch everybody else and we'll take care of it. And then Which is another thing of like, you spend an entire game training, but for some reason you, why is she the one that this, stays in the back? This entire end game just shits on Kyrie the entire time. Where it's like, uh, you hang out with Ven and Axel and uh, Mickey and Goofy will watch over Donald. And so they're like, well, we'll take care of it. The three of us, Riku, Sora, and Aqua, the original trio. Yeah. And (laughs) immediately that's when all the Heartless start coming in. And that's when the first wave comes in where everybody gets knocked out. This really dramatic moment. Like I I rewatched it a couple times last night where like when Kairi gets hit because the noise she makes is just like, holy shit. Like they're dead. Like they're 100% dead. Yeah. uh, So then it goes from Sora just completely giving up because his friends are gone. And as he says in every game, his friends are his power. So thus... (laughs) He has no power. But that, that, you said a little while ago, there's the moment of people going, I can do this. And then going, no, Sora, help. Sora had that moment for himself. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was the most like, they were right about me. Like, how can we possibly win? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, so Riku does his best uh, as uh, a last stand type thing uh, and fails. And then he gets completely like slapped. And then we get into the final world. Everyone, uh, as I wrote here, everyone got smashed memed. <laughs> like the light hits them, but it's all heartless. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to the final world, which is, I think, one of my favorite worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, as like a completely original world they've introduced in this game, uh, I was like wowed by how pretty it was. I loved all the Escher style um, buildings and the, all the sores you have to get and mm. the pieces. And then because this is the first time Namine shows up is also a great. <laughs> and uh, Chirithi. I yeah. had to explain who Chirithi was um, as my roommate was watching because he had no idea from the, the phone app game. Yeah, don't blame The importance of it. Um, yeah, th- this one, at, at first, when you have to like catch all the sores, this seemed sort this initially seemed like a like uh, tech spec world. Yeah. Where, where they're you're just testing out the motions of this various stuff, but it, it ultimately I, I did like what it ended up being. Yeah. And this served as a better reminder of all of the stuff you can do Yeah. because it didn't force you to get, it, it's not like there was a finite number and that was the finite number of swords you had to catch, yeah. but you could pick the way that worked for you mm-hmm. and sort of refresh and get like a final refresher of, what these moves do even though well it's, it's yeah what because when you go to skylight Kalem, blah 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 but yeah i like this i liked the finding the different spirits sort yeah. of a thing and there was that there was that a hint that did you think that the the spirit that we found was the person's heart that's in sora i uh so what i kind of took away uh from all of those pieces i also i got like a little stuck on this part because i thought i hadn't um like talk to all the hearts uh-huh. and I, I know I had run into a Sora before I started talking to them, but it didn't occur to me that the Sora's in the background were ones I needed to get still. Uh. So I kept going around cause there's also no point of reference. So I kept going <laughs> around and like talking to all these hearts and like not trying to like keep an eye on which one was what thinking I didn't talk to one of them. But I assumed, um, I assumed like obviously one was Namine, one was Shion. Um, and then I assumed that the other hearts were people who died during the Keenblade war. 
Mm. I assume that those were like some of the kids that were part of the dandelions that died. Yeah, maybe. Um, because I ever, I couldn't think of anybody else. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of um hinting towards some of that some of the characters in that game. Um, and there's a lot of characters who I don't know enough to be like that's for sure him. But it felt like there was a handful enough characters where I'm like, who the fuck else would this be? Because <laughs> like on this plane currently is a lot of Sora stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that. And there were some um, lines of dialogue that I was like, oh, I think it's that person uh, from Cross. Um, Scald. Yeah. Yeah. There was some stuff that I was like, I'm pretty sure that's her because I don't know who else they, this like could I'm, be. Like I'm looking at, a, at an article about it and some people say that it, that it was nominees. Well, there's nominee for sure and Shion. Or you mean like in nominee? Yeah. So one. Okay, because I have a theory about that since the last time we uh, recorded. Please go on. So someone has made uh, a lot of comparisons to how Ava moves with Namine, and it's a lot of similar stuff with like the hands and like kind of like being a little bit more demure, and uh, it's like they have like pretty convincing evidence that like Namine could in some part be Ava, and that would also mm. make sense with a lot of Ansem stuff, who feels like he needs to atone because he was experimenting on a girl, allegedly, who was Isa and Lee's friend, which is part of the reason why they were, uh, like, got sucked into all that. So I think they're, and they've alluded mm. to a lot of ex- experimenting on this girl, and that, like, whatever research he found, like, he realized it was dangerous and stopped, which is part of why uh, Zemnis was trying to, like, get into it and, like, trying to, like, figure out what he learned. So I mm. think if it's Ava, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like those were fragments from Namine who happened to have a fragment of Ava, which I think it would be less of a Sora thing and more of it's in Kyrie, which would yeah. also make sense to like why Kyrie so important to get her back in the end of this game. Um, and like maybe might be a bigger plot point later on and why Ava isn't at the meeting point in the end. Hmm. I know. <laughs> d- d- it's it's a good theory. I w- uh, yeah. The 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 particular star in question is is just nameless star, yeah. Um, and and there's no real no real information. Because I've constantly had uh the vibe that with the original union, um, those five people they relate very well to uh Riku, Terra, Aqua, Ven, and Kyrie. So I wouldn't be surprised if like the master is Sora. Like the ultimate master. I mean, we're, we're talking about timeline stuff, and a the lot master of master of masters. Is yeah, Sora. a lot of his. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly. That's why I was like, oh no, I hope it's. I hope it's not in a way. But the, a lot of his uh, personality that we see in those cutscenes is very Sora esque, and he's very like, well, whatever, it'll work out. Like it's it's very Sora esque, but he's also doing a lot of smart stuff. So I can't really see. <laughs> I can't really see Sora making charities and being like, I can just create. Being a life scientist and knowing what the fuck he's doing. Um, yeah and then because then it's like Lushu could very well be the darkness in Sora even though he looks nothing like him and he's Zigbar but I feel like there's a there's a correlation or an echo to a lot of themes that are in previous games and well Lushu had to change forms a couple times right but I mean who he is in terms of like the gang like we have the yeah. five keyblade uh masters and then like Lushu works hand in hand with the master of masters so I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Sora and then like a Vanitas type character like the the, but, the the light and the darkness. Yeah. So it's like, I, I that's how my brain uh, makes sense of that. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're trying to allude to. But I think they're trying to tie it all in with the original plot. So if they put that stuff in Ava, Ava's there, Ava becomes Namine, Namine's got the fragments, we saw all the fragments in here. Plus they've peppered all this stuff in in this game with like Ansem, knowing what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Zemnis is aware of it too. Um, and and Sykes then and, and Leah and Lee. Isa and... Um, They've already made mention that Luxord and Demex, uh, along with Larcine and Marluxia, are previous dandelions, or at least they were like fragments of uh, the key or descendants of the of Keyblade wielders. Yeah, from the, they're they're the involved. OP. They're involved in the long, long ago. The OG, the OP. Yeah. Uh, so there's, they're they're trying to tie a lot into Cross, but whatever the DLC is going to be, or whatever Kingdom Hearts Four is going to be, it's going to be that. The room there is. There is going to be some DLC. Nomura said that there's going to be paid and free. Free is just probably oh going to be some game mode updates. Yeah, yeah. But if there's going to be paid, I presume that story. <sighs> Which is unfair. <laughs> this game was not worth $60 in my opinion. No, yeah. That's like in a, in a previous recording. I, I, I bet if it, there wasn't such a clamor. Yeah. 
and the fact that they, they announced it way too early. Looking at the game that we got versus when it was announced, mm-hmm. if they had waited an extra year, yeah. then we could have gotten it 2019. Yeah. And and fall 2019, and it could have been one of the major, major games. But it seemed like they really, they just finished it. They didn't polish it. There's some good stuff in there. Yeah. And then just go. Yeah. Um, so do we want to break before we talk about the last bit? Because yeah. there's a lot of the last bit. Yeah, we haven't even... We haven't even finished the, the final world so yet. So let's, let's finish talking about the final world okay. and then and we'll call it an episode and then we'll, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Uh, so yeah, so we had all the fragments with people who were assuming uh, are people from previous games. Um, I loved having to, like as you said, use different abilities to get different Soras. Mm. Um, they tried in, they uh, had tied in the Cherithy thing uh, and planted the seed that that could have been Ventus's Cherithy. I think I'm pretty sure that was confirmed. Yeah, because I mean that's who she go or they go to to, in the end is with Ventus like yeah. later on, um, so which is just interesting because it's like a Moogle type situation where everyone has their own. Mm. So it's it's not like one guy who's very important. It's one of many, uh, and they try to explain that in the 2.8 game uh, where it's just the cutscenes and explaining who these characters are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Charity is very important. Um, and then from there, Sora goes to uh, start finding his friends with the Lich World stuff. Yeah, the the Lich, the these sequences were cool. Yeah, but it seemed like oh, we need to we need to put a little bit more of in this game. Let's just use all assets. As much as I love the Lich's design, mm-hmm. it felt like very busy work. Where it's like you have to get all these people now. You have to go back to all these worlds and find these people, and somehow Jiminy's with him. Yeah. Uh, and he's also getting cell phone calls, even though he's dream dropping. Like, yeah, he's dream dropping without them really saying he's dream dropping. Uh, and so this kind of payout in the end is Kyrie's not with them, and mm. then um, young Xehanort uh, drops the ball of this kind of like foreshadowing of you're using this power, and I don't think you understand that it takes a toll. Doesn't matter, like, doesn't matter if you've got power friendship. Doesn't matter how cool you are. Like there are consequences for doing this. And there's a line that I still don't fully understand where it's like, uh, uh, the power of awakening is meant to traverse worlds. It's meant to find hearts by traversing worlds, not traversing worlds to find hearts. Yeah. And it's like, I kind of get it, but I don't kind of get it. It's like a weird way of phrasing it without fully going into it. Um, and it turns out to be part of the reason the ending is the ending, I'm assuming, as to why Sora can come back, but Kyra can come back, but Sora can't, yeah. uh, which leads into the secret ending type stuff. But they at least give a hint as to why, in true Kingdom Hearts uh, bad guy fashion, they know more than us mm-hmm. at all times, which works out for Nomura because he can constantly rewrite the story because he hasn't given too many details. Does that mean Nomura is the bad guy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> as much as I love him, he is very much, he is constantly working against me. Yeah. This, this Lich, the Lich stuff was fine. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, I'm just like, how many more worlds are there? Who else, who else am I saving? Like, yeah. oh, oh, that's right. Donald and Goofy count too. Well, uh, yeah, it was so, it was too busy worky. Yeah. And I, I think from this point on to the end, every original design that's coming out, I loved i love the lich's design i love the idea of the lich but he seems incredibly important for something that they were just like oh and by the way here's this mm-hmm. thing and it's like he probably would have been in one you know what i mean yeah. how is how is this character just showing up now yeah and for like what he does and uh who he is and even with just learning about the power of awakening and dream drop um that this guy like wasn't around to be like messing with sora in the first game uh like if you weren't dealing with dream eaters and nightmares and all and all that stuff in in dream drop distance this guy probably would have should have been one of the main antagonists yeah so i mean he was really cool for like a hot second and then it was like all right who else do i gotta save um i think i wonder if they had this design and they just had no way to implement it until now yeah i wouldn't be surprised honestly yeah. uh and I, as much as i like it like it's one of those things where it's like why wasn't this in earlier yeah. that would have been great their arrogance arrogance uh and then before they go back to their weird time travel keyblade reset uh Kyrie is in the the stream she is the light that has been guiding sora via worlds and uh uh honey it's not up to it's it's not it's not her job dog 
like let her let her just let her be who she wants to be stop <laughs> using her as like sora's emotional roller coaster mm. his emotional plot points his his journey she's her own character it doesn't matter if it all started with Kyrie for sora they've made a point that she's her own person mm-hmm. but they have yet to implement that they and spent an entire game showing her kind of growing yeah. with axel and they yeah. were both doing growing of their own taking their word for it mm-hmm. yeah. but it but it it's a lot of telling not showing yeah like we talked about earlier if we had gotten a chance to train with Kyrie, and that sort of what trains the player back into game using mechanics a, yeah game mm-hmm. mechanics and keyblades and, and all sorts of stuff as opposed to how they implemented it it would have given us a stronger an even stronger bond with Kyrie because we've had a chance to play as her especially cuz i really like her dynamic with Axel so like having to actually get like better cutscenes of like them not just using her for him like to remember Shion like i i they are constantly paired up in the the ending of this game and mm. i'm just like i wanted to see like them training and like them whooping each other's asses mm-hmm. and like having a camaraderie through that and like uh i think we've said it previously but how good axel is as a character in this game that like not that he wasn't a good character in other games but there's almost like a light shining on him with like (laughs) the best dialogue like the best animation like the best character arc so he's i find him very interesting in this game and the fact that we only get like a little taste of him is sad agreed so uh before we go off and talk about the ending of this game and the, the the final I don't know how long was it four or five hours ish and towards the end yeah yeah like once you start with the labyrinth it, it felt much shorter uh in comparison to the rest of the game yeah but it was still like I thought once we were getting to the labyrinth that we were kind of close yeah and then it I had and no idea we're not even at the labyrinth yet because no. like once we get back to the graveyard reset uh we go right back to Terra and all that stuff to lead into after that like uh with the yen said stuff and mm. then so much more. <sighs> so let's let's take a breather, uh-huh. and we'll be back uh, next time to uh, to talk about the sort the the final road to the end of Kingdom Hearts yeah. three. Um, is there anything you want to put over? Any 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 uh, promotion you want to do before we sign off? No. <laughs> do you? <laughs> uh, just follow follow us on Twitter at p and triple d, and then. Um, and and to get more updates and we 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 treat random kingdom hearts things i forgot that we had a twitter <laughs> i was like <laughs> i don't need to self-promote do you need to <laughs> that makes much more no. sense um any other data i think is down in the description um if you have friends who play kingdom hearts and have thoughts share the show and uh send them our way so that we can talk to them this is an ongoing conversation but um uh uh, see you next time. We'll be riding all around the world, the, the various worlds on podcasts, diners, and deep dives. Bum.com. <laughs> <laughs>